You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumare. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumare. Mary, I got to tell you, I don't think I'm that smart. I have done some things that probably rank as stupid, but when I think about dumb things, I think about President Trump agreeing to do an interview, an extended interview over a period of months with Bob Woodward and allowing him to tape it, call him at any time, don't have staff around, call for the residents, whatever. Yeah, Bob, I'm I'm going to open up to you. Was, was this a good idea? No, but, and didn't you, I don't know, I heard this somewhere that he um, was thinking, well, come on, Bob, you're going to write a good book for me. Like, what would make him think that Woodward was going to do a positive book, a, a puff piece, as it were? It, I mean, I I would assume Woodwork was going to, Woodward was, was going to be fair, that that would be right. But he doesn't do a puff piece for anybody. No, he doesn't. You know, the part I'm really struggling with here today, I think, I think you think as well, that Donald Trump is just, he's a pathological liar. But apparently Donald Trump doesn't realize that. And he says things and doesn't realize, wait a minute, Mr. President, you're about to get caught in a lie. You're saying one thing to the American people and another thing on tape to Bob Woodward, who's going to write a book with this in it. Yeah, I mean, I heard someone, you know, it was all over the news today. And one of the reporters who's interviewed him say something to the effect like, Trump believes it's true when he says it. So he's lived so much in the moment that he doesn't care or think about or doesn't make sense to him that he can be fact-checked. He doesn't really care about that. And to sit down and have a tape recorded with Bob Woodward, listen, I don't think I would do that, and I don't even have stories to tell. No, me neither. You know, I mean, I'd love to be interviewed by Bob Woodward, but I can't think what we would would talk about. I, I've been trying to think, as you said that, who it is that, like, believes whatever they're saying in the moment is true. Is it a four-year-old or is it somebody with just a real mental problem? Well, both. I mean, that's, that is true about toddlers. They do believe what they're saying is true at the moment and don't know or don't can't don't have the cognitive ability to understand that they can be called out. But the other thing is, you know, people with certain pathologies and Trump clearly has that pathology. And that's really frightening. But I think the thing about the book and I don't read a lot of those books, but I do feel the need to read this one is that Trump not only knew about very early on how bad the pandemic was going to be, but made in his mind a rational policy decision. 
I think if you're Trump, you think this is it's my choice. I'm the president. And I think I'll just keep it under wraps. That's better for everybody. Well, and that seems to be what uh, Press Secretary Kayleigh McInerney is saying is that he was just being president and keeping things calm. And that would all be nice. But the estimates of some scientists are that if we had started mitigating factors, if we'd started masks, shut the economy down, do all those things just one week early, we would have saved 36,000 human beings. One week. So if he, in fact, thinks, well, okay, you guys may not like it, but this was my decision, then Mr. Trump, you better own the fact that your decision cost 36,000 lives. And, you know, he may see that in the context of, like, a president that sends, you know, young people to war and say, those that blood is on my hands. I don't, I can't imagine Trump saying that or even really thinking that. But that that is true. He has to own what happened to those individuals whose deaths are attributable to what he didn't do. And what's interesting about it as well is that and the same time frame that he's admitting to Woodward that he knew, he'd heard, and he understood it, Biden, I don't know, was it in the Post or whatever, does an editorial about this thing is yeah. serious and we need to get this taken care of. It's such a stark contrast to how things would have been handled had Biden been in power. So you don't even have to be critical of Trump other than to say, this is how he did it. Look how it worked out. And Biden would have done it this way. And this is probably how it would have worked out. I know. I This relates to it. But Donald Trump is having a really bad week, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, and it's only Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we've got to put together Michael Cohen. Peter Strzok, one book after another, uh, the Atlantic article that continues to show what he is really like. I'm just to put it there unvarnished. And yet, despite all of this, we hear that polls in certain states are tightening. Now, I gotta tell you, it is, I don't know whether it's beyond my belief. Or it's just my deepest disappointment that there can actually be Americans who look at all of this and say, you know, he's actually done a pretty good job. Yeah. I, almost th I almost threw up in my mouth just saying <laughs> that. I mean, but in a sense, I guess the way that I, um, I look at that is, you know, it's a democracy and we're all entitled to our opinion. If that's their takeaway from who he is, then um, that's their takeaway. The thing is, um, what I don't understand in the polling is why there's a rising percentage of both African Americans and Hispanic Americans who are supporting Trump. Because it's, it's hard to imagine that... Um, his policies have helped them. Is it the culture wars? Does it come back 
you know, the Hispanic community, it's that terrible overgeneralization, have generally had a somewhat conservative cultural view. Now, I don't know whether that's because of their Catholicism. I, I'm not certain what to attribute that to. You know, I do know, and this is a very frightening thing, there's a growing movement among some ultra-traditional Catholics begun by this priest Altman up in uh, uh, Wisconsin claiming that to vote Democrat is a mortal sin. You are going to hell. And they contend you cannot be a Catholic and be a Democrat. Is that like bleeding out through the Hispanic community? It may. And what's interesting is that in both of those groups, the polling shows it's not women, either female African-Americans or female Hispanics, but it is male. So it may be just a whole lot of complicated culture war, gender things that we're kind of don't really understand. As an aside on that Catholic thing, Sister Helen Pergine, she wrote Dead Man Walking, and she advocated for people on death row. She came out um, with a tweet against this group of Catholic that want Catholics that want to put Bill Barr in their Hall of Fame or something, and she yeah. came out against that. And whatever that was exactly, I'm not sure, but it was a, it was pretty direct. She's a pretty direct person. I've met her. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I know she is. And what was there is a thing called the National Catholic Prayer Breakfast, and uh, they give an award. I mean, I'm going to say this facetiously, but it's kind of like Catholic of the Year. Uh, and Bill Barr is the recipient. And so people are are speaking out on that. I know we're bouncing a little bit, but so much happens in one day. And bringing up Bill Barr, I just cannot avoid asking, Donald Trump is accused of sexual assault from 25 years ago. He says about the woman, who I think her name is Jean Carroll, uh, right. hey, uh, impossible i never even met the woman i don't know who she was pictures show that's not true she files a defamation suit and bill barr's justice department wants to step in and beat donald trump's lawyer on this and claim that he was saying that in the execution of his duties as president you know we've all been kind of lightly saying barr is his defense attorney, it's his Roy Cohn. But man, in this case, he really is. So a couple of just interesting facts about that. One is obviously just a delay tactic because they were very close uh, to getting Trump to have to sit down as a deposition. And I don't know, um, you know, how many Republicans have thought twice about how they pushed for for bill clinton to have to sit down during for a deposition while he was president but they are probably ruining the day so this was just a tactic a delay tactic so that he doesn't have to do that before november that's the first thing the second thing is i heard today that the u.s attorney for the southern district of new york which is where that case is refused to, to sign off on that um, case. Oh, really? We have the United States government, so it was brought by D.C. Yeah. That was very interesting to me because 
there's some, you know, revolt going on in the, um, the Department of Justice about using the department as a personal law firm for Donald Trump. But yeah. I think it goes back ultimately to Barr's strongly held belief on this very strong executive and that all the entire executive branch is exist to support the president not the people of the united states but the president of the united states i think he, he sincerely believes that so he sincerely is a monarchist correct that's exactly yep. right it's exactly i mean right. that's that's just exactly what it is and the final thing on my mind i noticed uh president trump has tweeted out that today at 3 30 eastern so this is coming up he is going to from the white house announce a list of people he would appoint to supreme justice positions which are not open right now man he he really is at a place where he's saying i got to come up with something else to talk about exactly so it worked once which is you know a significant reason why he was elected last time and he thinks yeah. it'll work again and he has we talk about polling which we've gone back and forth on a little bit so i think the number is 65 percent of white evangelicals support trump that's a stunning number for a, a president who is as immoral as a human being can be absolutely well we have just gone through an awful lot in a very short period of time but i think the president will give us even more things for tomorrow what do you yes think? i hope so i hope he takes questions on the woodward book i'm oh me, <laughs> me too you know by the way uh, about a month ago he put out a tweet knowing the woodward book was coming where he said in capital letters the book will be a fake, F-A-K-E. Ah, he already <laughs> knew it. <laughs> he already knew he had some problem. But <laughs> it's amazing. I, To the best of my knowledge, Woodward has never put out his tapes like this. Right. Uh, and, they, and at the end of the book, he makes, and he did something else I guess he's never done before. Bob Costas reported this and said he made the statement that Trump is not fit for office wow so that's wild so we got to read that john okay we better do it fast all right have a great day sibling talk is a jmp production theme song by david paulette